Pulp MX Network production. Pulp MX fans, we're 550 plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at BTOsports.com and click the Amazon banner on PulpMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mathis Show, presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, Season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Fox Racing, a global innovation leader for motocross racewear. Uh, check out their full line of 2014 Instinct Boot V4 Helmet, Airspace Performance Goggle, and 360 Racewear, foxhead.com, or visit your dealer, and uh, btosports.com. Thanks to those guys. Listen to the commercial on this podcast to uh, save at btosports.com. And, of course, thanks to RacerX for putting this thing up. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me on the line is uh, the RacerX online editor, Jason Wygant. Yeah. And a man who raced plenty of 250-slash-125 supercrosses in his time, Jason Thomas. I did, back in the day. Someone, some would even say you were the Iron Man of supercross for a while. Uh, yeah, it's a term that got thrown around a bit. <laughs> well, we, uh, we did a 450. We planned on doing a 450 supercross preview-slash-250 preview, but um, we talked all too much and too long, so we couldn't do the 250. So we are here to look now. 250 Supercross West class. We don't have our David Pingree on the line, but suffice to say, he believes that Seeley will mop the floor with everybody. <laughs> Is that? Can we just speak now for him? Well, he predicted he would mop the floor with Baggett last year, and he kind of did. I mean, did. Baggett didn't do a damn thing, so I guess, uh, <laughs> guess he was right. He was semi right. Uh, technicality, uh, maybe, but uh, Seeley mopped the yeah, floor. Yeah, he with didn't Baggett. raise a single lap healthy, but still. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we've got Pingree's vote. Seeley will mop the floor with everyone, so keep that in mind. But, all right, so I've gone on a Twitter rant about this. I said it last year. These teams not letting everybody know who's riding which coast is simply ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It's like the NFL coming out and being like, eh, we're really not going to tell you who's playing for, for the Baltimore Ravens this year. You'll just have to see the first game. Um, but, anyway, we, we have a pretty good idea who's racing west we may miss a few guys here, so don't don't come down on us, people. But maybe we're gonna miss a few guys. But we think we think we have everybody, huh, Weege? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we we know what the pro circuit deal is, and I believe that that's the, usually the biggest mystery out there. They're the ones that seem to really want to play this secrecy game. I don't think the other teams really are hiding anything. Um, so we got Dean Wilson, Darren Durham, and Justin Hill. We believe for pro circuit. We have yep. Zach Bell and Zach Osborne. Which, by the way, has any team ever had two Zacks? Anyone? Uh -huh. Anyone? Zach Galifianakis? Is he, did he have a super? <laughs> Zach Bradshaw's brother. <laughs> Zach Bradshaw and Zach, Zach Efron. Was Zach Bradshaw and Zach Galifianakis ever on a team together? Um, Jason Anderson on the Rockstar KTM. Dean Ferris on the Red Bull KTM. 
Uh, Cooper Webb on the Yamalub Star Racing Yamaha. What happened to my plash, I wonder? Huh. I don't um, know. It was weird, huh? Yeah, kind of a weird deal. Ran, one, out, of, ran that, out of plash. Was that one and done? Or were they, they, they were have on, the plash to uh, support the team this year? They were on as an associate, weren't they, before they were title? So maybe it was more than one and done? Yeah. Well, I guess we could look. Maybe we could find a photo from 2012. It was a, it was a prepaid credit card, right? Yes, did anybody, yeah. did anybody? Have you ever seen them before? I'd never heard of them before, and I don't think I ever saw one anywhere. Not that I'm in the business of a prepaid credit card. I'm in, uh, you know, I got my own problems uh, with my credit cards, but uh, I don't need a prepaid one. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, apparently it's a really big company. Oh yeah, what I was told. Okay, that's what I was told. So Cooper Webb's doing West, and then we have, uh, of course, we know the Troy Lee Designs team is doing West. Cole Seeley, Mookie Stewart. Jesse Nelson. Um, am I missing anybody out of those? Uh, out of uh, the particular teams you already mentioned or other riders? Other riders. Like anything else that I'm missing? Like, uh, I mean, TLD has four guys. You named all four there, right? That's, that's a huge team. I think I'm missing, um, the, I think I'm missing f- the fourth. I only named three. Who am I forgetting? Uh, the rookie, <clears throat> Shane McElrath. Oh, McElrath. Yes, yeah, yes, yep. yes. Okay. Yep, so four riders for TLD under one tent for West. I don't know. Has anyone ever had a four-rider team for one coast? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, Suzuki, Suzuki in 91, maybe, <laughs> or 90, whatever that year. Okay, they did not care. Right, they, they were not scared. Um, they they gave, did not care about the 250 class back then, but they did. They, they cared very much. They gave 10 125 guys uh, 20 grand and set them loose. Seemed Here, like it. Here's 20 grand each. We hired you all. Sounds uh, like Moto Concepts approach. Well, hey, and wait, wait a second. Kyle Cunningham, speaking of motor concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a guy we we left off our initial list, and there's probably going to be some guys, some more guys that we forget. Now, well, uh, Dean Ferris, did you mention Dean Ferris? Yeah, I did mention I did mention yeah. Dean Ferris. Does anybody have a Suzuki rider they can think of without bursting out laughing? Well, I'm going to look. We posted a preliminary entry list that I'm looking through right now to see if there's one. Yes, there is indeed. Two, in fact, Suzuki riders. Riders pre-entered riding Suzukis in the class. They are, drum roll please, are you ready? Yes. On your number <laughs> 919, Suzuki RMZ 250, Sean Reinhardt. And on the number 973, Jean Marone. Those are your Suzuki riders. Uh, who can forget Jean Marone? Distant cousin of <laughs> Jean Carlos Ramos. Um. <laughs> Oh, Valentin Tellier. Probably a guy I want to touch on a little bit because I've seen him ride a ton. So, well, maybe not a ton, but a lot. A ton. A, a lot. Like a, a lot. Okay. Um, You've seen him race twice. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. More than that. Oh, yeah. oh really? Geneva. Two years, oh, you went to Geneva. Okay, so Geneva at, two three times. At, two years at Bercy. Oh, two years. At, okay. Two years so at up Bercy. To four. Uh... Designations. Designations. Last year and this year, or just this year? Just this year. Anyways, whatever. More times yeah, than you're, you. JT. You're more or less an expert. More times than you. Um, all right, so Suzuki's almost at the point, uh, Weege, where I need to start making fun of them like I did Yamaha for all those years. We've switched, I think. This is a this is a whole new level though. Like before, other brands would put something terrible out there for you to make fun of. Here, they're just not even existing. Right. Like how do you? It reminds me of 
when I was trying to sleep train my daughter, and they're like, what you have to do is do nothing. And I'm like, well, how do I do nothing? Like, I don't do nothing. Just let them do something and just let them do it. I don't even, it was like this time-space continuum. Who do we even make fun of? They don't even have riders. What do we make fun of? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, good point. <laughs> I mean, at least, Yamaha, at least Yamaha was sending out a carbureted oil tank bike. All those years where we could laugh like the kid at like the kid from Simpsons, we could point and laugh like Nelson, <laughs> <laughs> like Nelson. We can't even do that with with the Suzuki guys. Remember, Suzuki once had per, my personal favorite motocross race team of all time, the original Rockstar Suzuki team with such superstars as Jason Lawrence, Ryan Mills. Who is the third guy like that? Mike Brown. Th- well, yeah, then there was Mike Brown, but there was three dudes. There were three J Law type guys. One. And then Mike Brown, which one of these does not belong? Hamblin? I think Hamblin was on Hamblin, that team yeah. Hamblin, J-Law. He's not a J-Law type guy, though. I'm not willing to put him in that category. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But he wasn't a Mike Brown type guy either. No, no, no. No. <laughs> it was just Mike Brown is going to fit him with this guy. The team was everything that could have gone wrong went Something, wrong. There's a story. But they don't even have that now. There's a story in there, a feature story. Absolute weeds. You've been pushing it. There's a story in there. Oh. Bill's pipes. Uh, anyway, we don't even have that. Yeah. No. Yeah, we don't. There's we don't literally have. nothing. Um, oh, uh, Jake Canada, another guy. We can maybe touch on a little bit. Oh, Canada. Um, is Canada, Jake Canada, eligible to win the Motor Concepts ride via social media voting? Subject to a drug test. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So, look, um, this list starts and ends. Uh, the championship in this race goes through. Dean Wilson. This is a huge year, Weege, for Dean Wilson. Huge, massive year for Dean Wilson. We said this last year, and it didn't work out. Here we are again. But this is truly bigger than last year. I don't know if it's possible uh, to be bigger. I almost feel like it's almost a little less. What? Does that make sense? No. No, he has to make this happen. What difference is it going to make? We've already seen what happens if it doesn't happen. No, but you're only going to get so many kicks at the can. I think I think sure, he's got a factory you Cowie deal waiting on him if he performs. He'll be so. fine. Win or lose, Weege, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Oh, I don't agree with that. He will, he, he, he will not be on Team 5150 Energy. No, I think he'll be fine, but I think if he does perform, then he goes straight to the Cowie truck. This is a crossroads in Dean Wilson's career. No more. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not willing year, to go that far. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it is not make or break. It is make, but it no. will not break him. Yeah, I think that huge opportunity, but I don't think that his career rests on this year. I don't. I really don't well, think that. Well, no. I, I don't mean career as far as him not racing, but wh- how much money and how good of a bike he's going to have is determined on this season. Going. Forward. I don't agree with that either. Okay. I think he could All get right. a factory ride somewhere, okay. no matter what, next year. Um. Heavy favorite, JT, in your eyes? Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I don't know about heavy. He's a favorite. I wouldn't say heavy favorite. Yeah, right. I feel like last year, you know, we, we, I mean, we could go back and listen to our 250 East preview, and we all were like, Wilson's going to mop up, um, much like Sealy. Um, and then I think, like, I don't think he was in the shape he needed to be in. And Will Hahn told me that, too. Will Hahn said, like, Second race of the year, or the, maybe the first race when, when Dean won, he looked over and Dean was exhausted. And he's like, I got this guy. 
But Dean's been working with Ryan Hughes. Uh, Mitch is Mitch Payton's very excited, and he says that Dean's on track. So uh, maybe that's the final piece of the puzzle, JT. This was Ryan Hughes thing. Yeah, I think it's a combination. I think he's um, he's been healthy for a whole off season, so he's really prepared. He's got a really good program. And yeah, I think the the Rhino thing is going to help. Um, you know, Rhino was behind J Law's single you know single Supercross title as well. Nobody really remembers that. So um, did he make it to the I, end that year? Did he make it all the way? Who, Rhino? Uh, I don't know. I know oh. he was behind the whole Supercross program. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know where it went after that. But. So, yeah, I, I think I expect a lot out of Dean this year. I I really do truly expect him to be holding the number one plate at the end of the season, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay. Weed, you too? Yep. Nope. What? It's going to be close. Very close. Very hard. I cannot say anyone is a heavy or clear-cut favorite. I'm going to be contrarian here. I don't know why no one's thinking of this guy. I think Cole Seeley... Is every can be every bit as good as Wilson. I cannot say Wilson is a heavy favorite against Sealy. The problem with Cole, and this is a little bit of a problem with Dean too, is Cole's bad races are bad. You know, I know, but that's what you're saying. The same yeah. same thing with Dean. Like I admit, well, like that's, when that's... when I saw Dean in practice at Dallas last year, he came in as a heavy favorite. And if you just watched him in practice, you were like, no one's going to touch this dude. He's just next level. Yeah, and represented by them as well. Um, but that ultimately wasn't enough. So I can't necessarily guarantee that that's going to happen every lap of every race. And I, I think Sealy's going to be really, really good. So, JT, Weege leaves Sealy off some list that he probably should have been on. Oh, gets, here we go. Gets in shit from everybody, and now Sealy is Weege's favorite. Now. Here we go. This is making amends. <laughs> I like to see it's that. Either, it's nice. It's, it's either making amends or he wants to ride on a G5. Right. Um, that's nice to see, Weege. I'm glad you're classy like that. You're trying to make it up. That's nice. Sealy was really good last year. He, remember, had a massive injury at the end of 2012. He was basically off the bike for all summer. He and, was better. And I think that he was the thing better. that really held him back last year was he wasn't uh, fit enough. He, at times, was able to uh, contend with Tomac and Roxon, but he couldn't do it for 15 laps. I think he'll have that part figured out now that he's gone a full calendar year plus healthy. And I just think he's too good to think that he's going to have the, he's going to be the, what, the mop that's on the floor using to be mopped. I don't think so. I think uh, he's too good to be that, to be blown away like that. You're forgetting that he was better in 2012 than he was in 2013. 20, 2012, he, he won the first race going away, passing Dean Wilson. Uh, he won another race. He was great. And although he was good in 2013, he was not as good as 2012. Did you not listen to my explanation as to why? Yes, at the end of 2012, he had internal damages and was off the bike for yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. I don't think no, he no. was in the same shape he was in 2012, yeah, but, but he will be in 2014. You, you, you said Sealy was very good, quote-unquote, very good in, 2012, in 2013. He was. What did he get, third in the series? I don't think he was very good. He was good. I just, his 2012 year was, was, was better. Because we just drink the Kool-Aid. Coming into 2013. Wow, we just we don't need ping. We got Weege. Um Okay. All right. Well, both of you are missing the mark. Both of you have made a, a massive error in your championship predictions. You're forgetting about Zach Osborne. 
You're forgetting. Nope, I about, counted for him. You're forgetting about Zachy Poo. You didn't realize you, you got him confused with Zach Bell, and I understand that. But Zach Osborne will be Dean Wilson's toughest challenger, and he may sneak this thing out. Thoughts on that? Really, will be Wilson's toughest challenger. I did not forget anybody. You did not forget about Zach Osborne, Weege. No, I did not. Like Zach, Zach will do well, but I don't think he will be Wilson's toughest challenger. Hmm. All right. Okay. I like so, this. So though. this is an exciting podcast. So we're yeah we're all on a different bandwagon here. Although I think we uh, we all agree Dean Wilson is the favorite. JT said heavy favorite. Let's just go with. I say he's the favorite. Actually, you said heavy favorite. I thought you said you followed up with like I. You think. said heavy favorite, and I said I wouldn't say heavy, but okay. definitely a favorite. All right. I, I, I yeah, no one's wig is being blown back if Wilson wins the title. We're, none of us are going to be like, I cannot believe yeah. this happened. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Dean should win this. Now, I got a Pingry, – Pingree's will because he once said that Seeley is a tremendously better Supercross rider than Dean. He did? Whoa. Really? Oh, absolutely. He said he would mop the floor with him. That was Baggett. That was Baggett. Oh, that well, was Baggett. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to shut up now. I'm um, very scared. Uh, he said that. We're really in trouble. So, okay, um, we got Seeley, Osborne, Wilson, us three. Is there... what, uh, explain your – we, uh, we got to talk about Wilson and Seeley at length here. Give us your Osborne theory. Sell first, us on him. Okay, first of all, he's got tremendous eyebrows. <laughs> and, and that's something I look for as a sweat protector. It's a strong look. Um, give, give him that. Look, the guy, uh, he's on a great team with a great bike. And uh, – he, 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 he came in a couple years ago on a weirdo Yamaha and did pretty well. By the way, Weege, who called that? Me. Um, he did okay. Last year, I, JT, we got into it over text a little bit. You don't even consider last year like his true rookie year. You think his Yamaha Troy years and uh, even that year on the, uh, uh, on the Dixon Yamaha. I consider last year like a true, hey, Zach, you're doing the whole series. Uh, you've got some pressure to do well, and let's see what you can do year. So I think he'll be better um, this year than he was last year. I think he'll learn a little bit. I like his team. I like his bike. I like his program. I think the guy uh, trains really hard. Um, uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on the, the Zach, Zach Osborne bandwagon. He will beat Sealy, uh, and he will finish second or first in the championship. No? Well, we all know you're wrong, so let's continue. <laughs> I'm I'm making no points there, Weege, that uh that catch your eye. That was that was super the eyebrows thing, I agree with you on that. But uh many of the things you stated would have also uh been accounted for last year. He's on the same team. Definitely worked hard. Yeah, but just stuff. first year. I know he had a little yeah, injury yeah. right off the bat, yeah, no doubt. He did yeah. hurt his shoulder at Phoenix. Yeah. But I don't believe at any point <clears throat> before, after, during I don't think we saw the same Zach Osborne that we actually saw the year before, oddly. Yeah, I just I think he's going to be a, a different guy. I just think he's going to be right. good. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, so if Wilson doesn't win this, does he stay 250 Supercross again? Or is this it, JT, do you think? He moves to 450s no matter what. I think he. I think this is it, okay. unless unless just something crazy happens again where he doesn't even get to race or something, you know. Right. But I think for all intents and purposes, this is it. If you look back on the national champions of of the past uh, twenty years, 
and how they did in Supercross. Who's, who's? I mean, I guess Blake Baggett maybe, but it's Dean's had the the least amount of sort of 250 Supercross success, although he's won eight mains or seven mains, something like that. It's a weird deal, huh, Weege, looking back through the history. Yeah, but I think it's more just um, circumstances. I mean, he has been good. Uh, you know, he Barsha was able to edge him out. Barsha was maybe a little bit better than they raced against each other in the East, but, hey, Barsha's no slouch. And he had a close championship fight with Tomac. Tomac, obviously, no slouch. Uh, and last year he got hurt. So, you know, it's uh, you look at, the, like, the baggage situation, that's the one that's, like, all-time puzzling, to have a guy who's been that – I mean, in the same year he was winning half the Nationals, he was getting, like, eights in East Region Supercross against literally half that field because it's sliced in half for Supercross. I've never seen anything quite like that. The Wilson thing, I think, is more just circumstances. He's been darn fast mm-hmm. uh, in Supercross, too. Do we think the East is going to be as weak in 2014 as it was last year? I'm getting scared. Are you? I'm, it's, I, I didn't think it was possible to repeat that, but I'm getting worried. We're going to have Cian Cirillo and Davalos and I'm missing one guy, Baggett, if he's healthy. Yep. Both Vogel's of, out, Wharton's in. Both of the Geico guys aren't going to be a threat. You don't I mean, think Wharton will? I think Wharton can maybe do well in some races, but a threat right. for a but title. Shaley is a rookie. That's their other guy. Yeah, he's going he's gonna, to you know, have his rookie lumps. Um, hey, Tim, Muskan's G- out. They essentially, I guess they're not going to have anybody. Yeah, Jeremy Martin. Cole Thompson? Cole Thompson, yeah, he'll be on the team. That's right. Cole Thompson will be there. But uh, we're, we're only a few little things here away from just – Somehow, amazingly, repeating last year, I cannot and, believe that's possible. And if if it, that does happen, I await JT's reaction each and every week with more and more anticipation. As Kyle Peters, Cantonzaro, and as JT thinks about those points counting towards national points, I get even happier. Yeah, put, you ever seen the movie the show Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, that's that's me. I'm just on the edge of snapping. Okay, so I had a guy tweet me. That I, I put out the uh, the tweet about uh, some of the guys that we think are doing West for Pro Circuit. A guy tweeted me and said, "That's the dumbest thing ever." Darren Durham is capable of winning a title, and they're canceling him out with with Dean Wilson. Uh, this is Darren Durham's. Will this be Durham's first Supercross season in two years? I think so. Um, no, he missed it last year, but the year before is he actually won a race, correct? I thought it was the year before that, even. He didn't race the Nationals that year. Okay. <clears throat> well, yeah, no, he went to Orleans, and, and I don't think he ever raced again. Right. In 11, in 11, he got hurt at Houston. He won his heat race, and then Dean hit him in the main event, or in the on the last lap of the heat and broke his foot or something like on that. On the 11-10 bike. In 11-10, yeah. 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 So then 12, he won New Orleans, okay. and then jacked his shoulder right after that, and... Didn't race that whole rest of the year, so he did race super gear. So he did race super right. JT, I think I expect a lot out of him. Yeah. Um, yep. I think he, yeah, I think he could win a race, no problem. Uh, it's just going to be the consistency, you know, kind of that's what we've been talking about anyway. Uh, can he be there every weekend and put it all together for a you know championship run? So I expect him to come out swinging, though. I've heard uh, nothing but good things from about Justin Hill this off season. Some of it from his brother. Some of it from um, uh, Kenny Watson. Some of it from uh, a, a guy who was filming the filming the guys. But uh, apparently, Justin Hill is really, really riding well. 
Yeah, we got some intel from Mitch Payton in an inter- interview done by Eric Johnson, who for some reason we thought we were going to run on the site, but now we cannot run on the racetrack site. So I'll just tell you what he said, since you won't be able to read it on our website. <laughs> but Mitch told him Doesn't that... Doesn't sound bitter at all. You don't sound bitter at all. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't... It's good when you have stuff pre-planned and then it just gets pulled away from you. But anyway, Mitch said that he'll like took a few weeks off and then came back and is like a totally different guy. It's like, oh, now this is the guy I was expecting to have last year. So, yeah, big things. I think the problem for him in Durham, just in general, is, uh, you know, last year our doubts were Will Hahn in the East were just, doesn't it seem hard to go from, you know, you haven't even won a race, for example, and then you're going to learn all that and deal with championship pressure and all these things all in one year. You know, I know Durham has won one race now in his career, but these guys haven't even come close to walking that plank before to expect them to pull it off flying colors. I mean, I think it even did affect Han a little bit last year. He wasn't the same the last couple rounds, I think, once the championship was in the balance. So that's a lot to ask to win the title, but I think they will be fast. Yeah, yeah it's going to be tough to, uh, like you said, be tough. Um, Weege, you you mentioned Sealy and you mentioned Wilson, and you think Osborne will be good, uh, maybe not as high on him as I am, but uh, you haven't mentioned your guy Jason Anderson at all. Well, I know I'm being accused of uh, only pumping up Sealy as a make good, as an IOU, which is just as good as money. But I'm proving my unbiasedness by not putting Anderson straight to the top of the charts. Um, I still think those other guys, I don't know about Osborne, but I'm just going to put Wilson and uh, Sealy at notch ahead. He should be good, and I know he loves KTM, so that's a good switch for him. You don't, you know, think, very, yep. you don't think Osborne will be top three? Well, then Osborne would have to beat Anderson, Seeley, or Wilson. That's those guys are good. Oh, I mean, I stamp Osborne in top three. Stamp. Well, that. so he. Well, I know because you stamp that he's better than Seeley. I don't know. That's a tough argument to make. Jason Anderson's coming on though, uh, JT. Right? I mean, this kid. This kid's got everything uh, coming together. Yeah, he's. Uh, I really look at him the same way I do Durham. Uh-huh. Uh, if they want to, if they want to race, I wouldn't be shocked. But it's that week in, week out consistency to win a title that's been you know what they've really been lacking so uh as these guys are maturing anderson especially uh, i think darren's maybe a little bit older but um that's that stuff seems to come with maturity so mm-hmm. you got to think one of these years he's going to you know, come out and have it all together so if it's this year i don't i don't know we'll have to wait and see yeah i wonder how he likes the bike and everything the switch to you know it's been ktm hopefully he likes it and it's working out good for him um, well, he was when they made the switch when they announced the switch back in um, was it the Utah National. Uh, he was all for it. I mean, Millsaps wasn't riding, and I think Millsaps on the fence. Then we heard Millsaps continued to be on the fence throughout a lot of the early process. But Anderson rode KTM's a lot as an amateur, and he said, I mean, he was pumped. Now there's a big difference between you know taking a few rides on it maybe in August and then going through the whole three months of testing. But um, now he said that. Uh, his amateur KTM 250 from like five years ago was as fast as anything he'd ever ridden, and then this one was even faster. He's pumped. Now, Millsap's got Pike to ride a Yamaha and a KTM. <laughs> what did, Ander- did Pike get on a 250F? Was Pike also Jason Anderson's secret tester? <laughs> Anderson wasn't hurt, so I don't think he needed one. Okay. Yeah. Um, just checking. It's very, very strange that that whole deal came together. What about and then and then Ivan Tedesco was selected for his test riding abilities. 
Uh, hey, we got an injured rider, so we need an injury fill-in. Who can we depend on to put it out there for 17 weeks consistently, like a rock, solid and steady? Well, uh, let me defend the Tedesco's situation just from that circumstance, though. I think you've said this before. This was your theory in the past, Mathis. Part of the reason Tedesco would get hurt so much is he had too much pride. Like, if he got a hole shot and Stewart passed him, he was going back after Stewart. I mean, it was a 99% chance Stewart was going to be faster than him, but he was going to go for it. I can't imagine at this stage and what he's doing for this team that Tedesco is going to ride that same way. Oh, JT and I disagree. We talked about it on the Pulp Show. We both think that he, he will pin it and perhaps cartwheel. Still, you will uh, still have that same mentality. I, I yeah, I don't. I think the guy's a gamer, man. He, he, you know, yeah. I think, and I think he's got a a good ego in him, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean a good ego where he he thinks he can do it, and he right. knows he's he's fast. And and uh, I'm just like a lot of times these injury filling rides, like a, a paycheck depends on it as far as the sponsor. Like we're not paying you unless you have a bike on the track. So as a right. manager or an owner. I'm like, oh shit! They're, you know, they're not gonna pay us. We got, we gotta get, you know, we gotta get a bike on the races, and so that's the question of Ivan Tedesco. But we're straying away from 250 talk. Yes. Okay. So we talked about this with Will Hahn last year, and and it's sort of my theory that you have to win one race before you know you can win the title, and will will prove me wrong on that. But then again, it was the East Coast, and then again, Dean Wilson did get hurt. But can Cooper Webb win a title? I think Webb's going to be very, very good. But can he win the title, JT? I would be very surprised. I don't expect that from him. Uh, I, do, I do think he'll be very fast, too. Uh, yeah. I was pretty impressed with what I saw out of him at Milestone, mm-hmm. uh, just you know on video. But yeah. uh, I really didn't know what to think. I wasn't overly um, blown away by his riding at Bercy. So... That kind of concerned me a little bit, but then watching him um, at Milestone, he looked really good. So I, th- I think he'll be fine. Uh, it's going to be a learning process, just like everybody uh, that, you know, their first year in Supercross. So asking him to go out there and win a title right away is probably a pretty steep. But uh, to see him run up front and have really good weekends, that's, that's I, to be expected, I believe. I think that bike is pretty good from people I talk to. It's much, much improved. I could see... I wouldn't expect Webb to win the title, Weege, but if he won, I could see him winning the title. I can close my eyes, I can see Cooper Webb winning the title. Really? Just because, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Osborne and Wilson would be better, but couldn't you, if there's one guy that could come out of nowhere, shot out of a cannon, um, surprise us all, Cooper Webb? I think there's too much depth. Okay. Um, with the guys we just talked about, with, with Wilson, Seeley, Osborne, Anderson, just for example, that's a lot of depth. Maybe throw in Durham, too. I mean, these are guys who have, you know, they've, they've won races. They've been good. Uh, I think there's too much depth. Like, yeah, the circumstances were different last year. Once Wilson was out, the champ was going to have to be someone who hadn't won a race before because there wasn't any other riders out there who had ever won a race before. Right. It's a little bit different this time. So not at all. I'm crazy. I, I can't imagine him for the long haul being better than a whole group of those guys. Okay. And I can't imagine all of them getting hurt or having bad luck. That seems crazy. I'm a Webb fan. I think Webb's going to be good. Um, First year of Supercross. Yeah, be tough. yeah, it's tough. No, you got a point there. Um, I would have liked it better if he had done some last year, for sure. 
the Racer X Podcast Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM Race Team and the heart of the BTO Sports Amateur Motocross Team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Racer X Podcast Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Thanks to Fox Racing for coming on board the btosports.com RacerX podcast. This is presented by Fox Racing, the folks at Fox Racing. Um, definitely uh, on the edge of uh, innovation. And uh, if you check out the full line of 2014 products, their boots, the Instinct Boot, the V4 Helmet, Airspace Performance Goggle, 360 racewear to fit adult and youth riders alike. For more info, check out foxhead.com. Visit your local authorized Fox dealer and uh, support the sponsors of this podcast. We thank Fox for coming on board. Thanks. Happy listening. The um, Zach Bell, can it get any worse, right? And whatever he does is going to be better, yeah. better than 2013. Yeah, that's concern there, I would imagine, for most people around. Like, like, you want to talk about make or break, forget Wilson. Right. There's a lot of the line for Zach Bell this year. Do you think, do you think 6D is just pumping out some extra helmets? Do you think they're just like, hey, Bell, we got you. I know most riders put one in their locker. We're going to put a couple. Just play it safe. Um, is, is Zach Bell... Here's the question, and, I, and I, this got me in trouble with Jeremy Martin. The eh, we all we all know about that, but I'm going to put this out there again. I'm, I'm putting my balls out there. Is Zach Bell any good? Like, <laughs> is Zach Bell? Did we see anything from him to at least show you that he's good? Yes, he was running away with that heat race before he fell out of the sky. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember his first couple nationals. Kind of the same scenario. <laughs> I can't get past uh, the interview. For <laughs> finally got a start. <laughs> finally got. Finally got a start. <laughs> I can't get past that part of the deal. Um, but uh, I'm just saying. Is it sustainable? I don't know, but I don't think you can have a guy who whole shot and took off in his first supercross ever. Whole shot and took off in his first okay, national right, okay. and say that. Look, is he any good? Is there any sign of him being good? There's your sign right there. I'm asking the questions. I'm not judging. I'm asking the questions. I don't judge. I never judge. I, I do not believe you asking is Dean Wilson any good. For some reason, you judged not necessary that question. I feel, with him. I feel comfortable in saying Dean Wilson is good. Um, <laughs> but you're not judging. I'm not, not judging, though. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Zach, Zach Bell is a big year. And uh, hopefully um, just, hey, get fifths and sixths, right, and make it through the season, right? I mean, that's – that's what we're hoping for, Weege? That's a, that's a... Well, I'll, I'll sprinkle in a little information that would make you excited. Okay. You know who Zach Bell's been riding with a lot this offseason. No. Or I forgot. Let's just put it this way. Track's probably overly saturated because it rains yellow there. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know this. Yes, yeah, spending time at the Stewart compound. Okay, so the guy that's crashed out of a lot of races is riding with... Another man who has been known to crash out of some races. That's like and me. We, that's yeah. like me going to go work at a pizza place. 
Birds of a feather flock together, Steve. <laughs> hey, I need a job. I'm going to go work at the chocolate factory. That's the same thing. You uh, think they work on sprints down there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't. You know what? I don't remember uh, hearing about that. So, okay. All right. Well. Uh, we did an interview with him on the Racetrack's website. You should read it every once in a while. <laughs> I should. I should. I was wa- I'm waiting for that Peyton interview. So I'm kind of skipping everything, <laughs> waiting for that Peyton one. Um, so, Dean Speaking Fair- of Stewart. Come on. Speaking of Stewart. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's. Uh, Mookie. Mookie's on a 250F. <laughs> this is, I love uh, how down you are on this. You, yeah. <laughs> you have lost sleep it's, over this. Oh, he's so good. Mookie's got some serious skills. But this is not. I've yet to see Mookie's physique. Let me let me go over to Anaheim. Let me go to the Charlie Chuck. Hey, Mookie, I'm going to need you in your underwear right now. And then <laughs> I'll go there and I'll look at him and I'll be like, okay, we can we can work with this. We can work with this, or maybe I'll be like, "Oh God, we're we're in terrible trouble." So, I mean, he knows he's riding two fifties. He knows he's big. James came on the Pulp Show and said he's he's lost some lbs, and he's working on that. So let's see. Um, the strangest thing ever is that Mookie has he never podiumed a, a Supercross. He's never. Oh, I think. No. Did, did he break uh... one? Did he break that streak? I don't remember. I, I think he's never podiumed. I'm not sure. I know he podiumed in outdoor moto, but yeah, that's as much as I got. Yeah, which is very strange for a guy of his skill. So, and then of course McElrath and Nelson, uh, another Troy Lee guys. Jesse Nelson's kind of got under under the radar a little bit because last year didn't he get hurt first race, second race, and then gone. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was hurt pretty early. Remember, yeah. he was the one that ignited the crash that eventually ruined. Yeah. Took Davos out. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, the year before, he'd been whole shot in the crap out of races, right? Remember that? So yeah. maybe maybe uh, Jesse Nelson can do something. I mean, uh, let's get back to Mookie, though. Um, what's your thoughts, Weege? problem with Mookie is um, he had some good performances in the 450 outdoors, but, uh, I mean, if you look at his super, he's, he's actually been around a couple of years now. Uh, last year he rode essentially the whole thing with that JDR KTM team, and it really wasn't anything. Was there ever a moment where you were like, yeah, Mookie's right there with these guys? No. No, I because he's I too, haven't really seen that, uh, too, that happen. He's too big. He's, I mean, maybe. He's a monster. Maybe that's why. But he got, um, yes, 10th in the points last year. 10th. Right. Not that good. Talent-wise, he's top three. Points-wise, he's 10th. Yeah, but, I mean, is it just weight-wise? Because he had the same level of talent last year that he would have this year, and I, he had two-fifths. I remember even he got a good start at Anaheim 1, and he just, I think it was a notch off. So I'm I'm not sure. JT, not sure what do you think? What do you think about Mookie? I, uh, I think Mookie could do really well. Uh, obviously, the size thing is a, a factor. I, You know, you just can't overlook that part of it. You know, when you look at Zach Bell on the starting line versus Malcolm Stewart, that's a huge disadvantage. So Zach is uh, Mookie is like three Zach Bells. Yeah, it's you, there's no way you can just you know not factor that in. So uh, I think if Mookie gets can find a way to get up front on the starts, then it's fair game. He can you know he could, could beat anybody in my opinion. But will the starts be his downfall? That's really what I think you have to look. Kyle Cunningham, Motor Concepts. 
do we see a new Kyle Cunningham or do we see flashes of Kyle Cunningham and and some crashes and shiz? Do you rethink we will see a new Kyle Cunningham? No, no. Does yeah, I don't, I, not that that's a terrible thing, but no, he's he's talented. Yeah, he's talented. Right, right. Does does Burner have the keys to Cunningham too? Does who have him? Burner. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just just Mike. Okay, so Tony has the keys to Kyle Cunningham. Uh, maybe. I don't think Kyle's been riding with him, so okay. Kyle may have his own keys. All right, we need to check on the keys, the key situation. Check Does Emic have keys? <laughs> Emic has keys. He's keys to the race. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's not what we're talking about here. No, no, no. These are keys to <laughs> the racer that, that Tony has given Burner a skeleton key to Michael. Emic has keys. Ralph has candles. Um, hey, Dean Ferris, I've talked to some um, Aussie guys that say he's going to be really good, and I've talked to some Aussie guys that are like, dude, the guy is not going to be good in Supercross. He's much, much, much better outdoors. What do we know about Dean Ferris? That seems like uh, it's like I've got two different opinions, so I really don't know. Yeah, as far as Supercross, I have no idea. On a good bike, on a good team, so there's that. Sure. But doesn't this whole thing just reek – doesn't it just stink of Dan Reardon? Isn't this just like Dan Reardon 2.0? Mm, the Dan Reardon thing was even so. more bizarre because Reardon didn't even race GPs, right? No, but he almost beat Chad at some local race when Chad was probably hungover. Yeah, but, local so, race versus Motocross of Nations. Okay. Yes. And but, GP wins, I don't think you're really that's, relatable. That's Motocross. This is Supercross. Which I know you're aware of, by the way. I know I broke that down for you. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. But you know what I mean? Different deal. But, okay, maybe it doesn't stink of, of, of Dan Reardon, but does it have the odor of Dan Reardon? Weege, if you close your eyes, can you smell some Reardon in the air? <laughs> no. Not at, Not all. at all. Not at all. No, no Reardon whatsoever. None. Okay. All right. I think that's Vegemite you smell. He hung with Chad Reed at a local race, like you said, when Reed was probably hungover, and I don't think Reed had even been, what, racing for months. Oh, you want to talk about someone who was not on the Dan Reardon bandwagon? Chad Reed. (laughs) (laughs) Correct, JT? Not once did Chad Reed ever go, oh, yeah, Dan Reardon. Yeah, he's going to be Um, Uh, good. Actually, Chad was really impressed by how fast he went when he was in Australia. Yes, but coming over here, he was like, ah, that guy did nothing. That guy did nothing. Well, I, only in the I'll get I'll be honest with you. The only reason that Chad took that approach is because everyone was playing Dan up so much. How right. close he stayed to Chad, and he was the next coming of Chad. I think that was more of a pride issue than anything. I don't think it was a yeah no a real fair assessment of Dan Reardon. I really don't. Chad, I think Chad was just just defending his territory a little bit. Chad said that he he um he needed a percentage of Reardon's contract because he got him that. <laughs> it's probably true. Fair point. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so JT, no, no sniff of Reardon in the air with Ferris. Not really. I, okay. I don't think that you can. I, I don't think that's fair, fair to Dean Ferris because I think Ferris got this ride on his own merit. I really okay. do. I think he performed at the highest level. At, you know, the biggest race of the year. Not to mention the GPs before that. So, hold I, I on a second. Think, though. Hold on a second. He killed it at the motocross nations. He rode well, but at the end of the race, he was thirty seconds behind Tomac and Roxon. So was everybody else in the outdoors this year. I'm just saying. 
I, okay. I feel like people on Twitter and maybe some fans are thinking like he was in the mix with those guys, and he got terrific starts. But at the end of the race, at the end of 30 minutes, he was 30 seconds behind our two best guys in America. Yeah, but I, so. I still think he I, – I don't think uh, him being hired onto KTM for a light ride is anywhere out of bounds. I really don't. Okay. All right. Coming from his results, I don't think so. All right. Okay, so you don't feel like a Peter, Kyle Peters or a Cantonzaro who Absolutely not. had better supercross placings than Dean Ferris should – those guys would have been watching with Team Canada at Designations, where that, Dean Ferris was out winning the race. That hurt. That hurt. Yeah, it's valid. Um, okay. I think one thing with Ferris, keep in mind, is his age. I don't think he's as young as people think. Isn't he? No, he's 24. Yeah, 23, 24. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah, not as old as him. Bader Manet, very old. Uh, Bader was 40 with the egg white helmet <laughs> <laughs> when he came back to Anaheim. Do you know there was no one more excited for Bader Manet than Davey Coombs? God, Davey loved that, that Bader was out there. Yeah. St- yeah. Still talks about him to this day. Yeah, I literally <laughs> got brought up in a meeting today. Right. <laughs> Very We're looking so- for the story like when Bader Manet came back and raced Anaheim. <laughs> How did his parents come up with the name Bader? I don't know. Oh, look at this, our, this beautiful child that we've been given. What shall we call him? I say Bader. <laughs> Bingo. <Yeah>. Boom. <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> Killed it. Uh, hey, you want you guys want the definition of a wild card uh, in the West Coast Series is uh, Bud Racing Kawasaki Valentin Tellier. Kid is uh, he's got some Supercross skills, crashes a lot, um, <laughs> but if he can keep it on two wheels, I think he can. I think he's a top ten guy. Now I'm not claiming anything else, but I think as a French kid coming over, we haven't seen too many fast French kids lately. Uh, that well has kind of uh, gone dry, but uh, I think this kid can be top ten. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. You no, I, I watched him a ton. Yeah, I haven't really seen him ride Supercross at all. I honestly expected more out of him at Bercy, but uh, well, yeah, was, I mean, was, he's like you said, he's a wild card. Who knows? He I was mean, on. You, to we've the seen. D- okay. Okay, don't let me well, talk. we've seen we've seen this go every possible way. We've seen French kids come over like Eric Sorby and on and on and do really well, and then we've seen them come over and do terrible. So, who knows? You know, it's everyone responds to these situations differently. So, we'll just, yeah, I, I just kind of take a wait and see attitude on guys like this. He was on a 250F against 450s at Bercy, so that definitely hurt him. Like he was right. getting yarded in the tunnels and stuff. Um, but I, he's got some skills. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he goes. Um. Did Matthew Lillows that screw Bud Man? Did what? Matthew Lillows. Yeah. Screwed Bud Man. He did. He did. Yeah. You lo- Yeah. So you never know with these French guys. Right. Good know. point. Right. Right. Yep. Poor Bud. Poor Bud. They man. might have skills. Do they actually deliver when the? Because you know when the gate drops. The bullshit. Bullshit stops. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Um. Okay, so have we covered everybody, you think? Um, by the way, Take probably Canada. not, and we'll probably get yelled at by many, yeah. many, many people, but. Are you guys. Jake Canada? Are you guys. Ex- oh, Jake Austin Politelli, Blake Wharton. Well, Wharton's East, but hey, what about Politelli? JT, you're, you're pumped on Austin Politelli. He's working with. Dun, dun, dun. Larry Brooks. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I have really no idea what they're doing, what kind of equipment they're going to have. Right. I know they're on Yamahas. They're on Yamahas. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, but That's about you, all I got. But you have been high on Politelli. I have, yeah. I really yeah. like the kid. Yeah. I just I have no idea what his program's like. Um, you know, I, I think he can do really well. I haven't penciled in for being a consistent top ten guy, possibly top five at times. But I just don't I don't know anything about it. You know, there hasn't been any real solid information or, you know, uh, who knows. He, do you guys know anything? He is um the Canadian outdoor two fifty champion. Oh, thank you. That helps. <laughs> um Jake Canada? Hey, did Weimer ever win a title up there? Or just No, Weimer great. got smoked. Which I bring up to him quite a bit, and he agrees. Mm. Yeah, he was not not that good up there. Really weird. Um, uh, Jake Canada, a guy that before 2013 I thought was really on the rise and could really do something. Um, and then uh, disaster struck. But And then um, who who was on Slayton this year? We, we were just talking about that. Well, it was supposed to be Paul Telly. Yeah. But then, and then it's not. I believe it's Freeburg now. Freeburg, okay, yeah. Freeburg. Whatever happened with Paul Telly, I don't know. He was on the team for like a month, and yeah. now he's no longer on the team. Freeburg's got some skills. Could do something. Yeah. Um, Freeburg is a uh, Cincerello's boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was. Uh, he, he's been a little injury prone in, in his uh, amateur days, but he's definitely fast. So what about Jay Canada? I mean, is his window kind of closed? I, at one time, I was like, man, I think this kid can do something. And then he had If his window is closed, would you consider that hotboxing? <laughs> is his career hotboxing? Stop it. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're mean. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's another guy on that team, Freeberg. And then wasn't there another guy? Or am I, am I, there's a lot of guys that we're going to. Well, we haven't talked about Dakota Tedder. Yeah. Is Nico Izzy racing? I think Champion is also on the uh Ah, Scott Champion, that's right. Um But I think it's a three rider team. I'm trying to figure out who the other guy. Nico guy Izzy? J T have you heard anything about Nico? I heard he's racing. I don't know oh, what he's did? doing. You did? Really? Oh, okay. Oh. He'd be east, right? I have no idea. That's I'm Someone We don't have any info info about these guys. Someone dial up his Twitter feed. Because uh, I've been I've been I follow Stroop and that's not happening. No, 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 I did. Uh, he actually tweeted some rap lyrics this morning, but uh, wasn't able to. Oh, okay. <laughs> no insight it. there. <laughs> right, right. Um, these guys, these riders need to really declare when they're tweeting rap lyrics. Because I was questioning one of Cole Thompson's tweets, and then JT's like, that's a rap lyric, you idiot. I mean, if you want to do some Van Halen lyrics, I'm in it. I got it. But if you don't put – if you don't accredit – the lyric to someone, then I think you're just tweet talking about yourself. You know, I just think you're talking about gangbanging and 40s and weed, and that's I just assume it's you. You have to attribute Kanye, Drake, someone to your lyrics. Here is here is today's tweet. Jay's on my feet, so get like me. I think Anaheim won. I think that he's in, right? <laughs> that's a I mean. <laughs> I think he's in. Nico Izzy, that, that, that declared it um, pretty obvious. Well, he blew his knee out, right, last summer again? Yeah. So I would think if he's racing at all, it would be east because that's a long recovery, and why bother rushing back for west when you don't have anything, right? Perhaps. I just know he's got Jays on his seat. So you, that must mean he's at least walking. <laughs> you, t- <laughs> you talk about 
the Bills Pipes Suzuki team. Why, <laughs> why don't we have someone who just scoops up Izzy and Stroop and maybe J-Law and, you know, hey, guys, we're getting a band together. We're getting the, the you know, get some bikes. I got a trainer. Ryan Hughes is training us. Let's let's get make a run at this. Well, I think the guy that actually liked to do that, the guy that fancies himself as the guy who who picks up the wayward souls, is uh, Chad Lanzer from Valley, and he's done that in his own way. Here, we will not have Porcel and Supercross, but he will have a reclamation project. Oh yeah, this summer, hopefully. But we've got five months between now and then. What about that Gus guy? Could Gus pick them all up? No. I don't yeah. think I don't know. I think that's kind of a pay deal, like you pay your own way. That's not something that seems like organized that like Stroop and Izzy could do. I don't think so. <laughs> I think they need a lot of hand holding. <laughs> they need a program built around them. Them not <laughs> them building the program isn't isn't the best. No. Um okay, so I think that's it. So we're all in agreement uh Zach Osborne will win the title. Yeah. Sure. No. <laughs> no? The reasons no. you gave are no different than last year. He's on a really good team, for example. <laughs> what about the eyebrows? <laughs> Were they not there? They were there last year. Did he grow year. them for yeah, this season no, only? No, no, they've been there last year. They were there last year. I always give Zach credit in his Twitter days. Do you remember what he actually used himself? He found this himself and posted it as his avatar. Bert from Sesame Street. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. No, that, but yeah, that, unibrow. But that is yeah. awesome. Right. <laughs> I could not. I, I, I will never. No matter what he does, I will always respect him for doing that. <laughs> no matter what, whatever happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Osborne, Wilson, Seeley, we're all divided on that. Jason Anderson, give me, give me, not JT. Don't give me waffles. Don't give me. Um, could haves and should have. Give me your race winners this year. We think you know Dean Wilson's going. You think Dean Wilson's going to win the title? Give me your race winners, the guys that you think will win. Will win, not could. Will win, not can. Will. Will win this year out uh, in 250 Supercross West. Dean Wilson. Yes. Cole Seeley. Yes. Um. Darren Durham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you high? You're not saying Osborne. Jerry Webb. Webb, okay. I thought both of them were West for some reason. Sorry. So do you, uh, do you have Webb or no? What's that? Do you have Webb or no? No, I don't have okay. him as a race winner, no. Okay, okay. Martin, though, you're um, on. Yeah, those are my race winners. Three guys. Yep. Weege, what do you got? Uh, pretty similar. I'm going to put Anderson in there, Wilson, um, Seeley, Osborne. Uh, I think Seeley and Osborne, sir, sorry, Wilson and Seeley are going to win most of the races. So there's not going to be much left. So I could see some combination, Osborne, Anderson getting one or two piece. I'm not sure about maybe Durham would be next. But the only, you will see Seeley and Wilson win races. You can stamp that. Okay. Wilson, Osborne, yeah. Seeley. I see winning races. Stamp that. Those three. I think, uh, by the way, I had heard that the Anthony Rodriguez, the amateur guy from Star, was supposed to be racing for Star here, but I don't see him on this list. Maybe they moved him to East, but I had heard he was racing West. I don't know. I don't is, know he, is he good? Is that kid going to be something? 
I mean, I don't, he had, he I don't had, know if it's outstanding. He had he's success good. at Loretta Lynn's. That means, you know, he's the best ever. He had success at Loretta's. This a whole, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Where Mathis takes every single rider who's ever won a title at Loretta's and then says they didn't all win professional titles, so Loretta's obviously proves nothing. Right. We, have, you, have you noticed that Mathis' arguments are getting more and more ridiculous? possible actually <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, I mean there's things that you text me now that I I just can't even under I can't even comprehend yeah, it's the end of the year maybe so, that's what it is getting all, getting all getting all my theories out there <laughs> you gotta get it out before I start over I think we're gonna wake up tomorrow and be ground, completely lucid I feel in my mind that I will not be appreciated for my theories until I have passed on I feel like 50 years from now a hundred years from now, people will stumble upon my rantings and ravings and go, that man was, was smart. He was a genius. He was right on the money. I just feel like all of you are crazy for not seeing it my way right, right now <laughs> in the present. <laughs> I know it's dangerous. It's often the way it is for innovators. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Many innovators, yeah. Einstein, uh, those type of people. Coy Gibbs. Coy Gibbs. It don't ever work. Your idea is crazy. <laughs> right. Coy yeah. Gibbs, those type of people. Watson. Yeah. You know. Well, I'll just this is a hint for everyone listening. This it really all hinges on this. All your credibility math is hinges on this year's NFL playoffs. <laughs> if Peyton Manning delivers in the cold, in the clutch, in the playoffs, then all your theories are blown to hell because that's that's your number one right now. That's, Peyton doesn't get it done when it counts. I'm on that wagon, yes, and it mm-hmm. will it will not happen. As sure as the sun is coming up tomorrow, uh that will not happen. He, 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 he is a playoff loser. I'm and very excited to say I will be at your house during the first, his first playoff game. It's oh, going to be momentous. <laughs> if you folks are wondering what this has to do with motocross, I think all your theories, all the credibility of all of them is compounded into this one <laughs> Peyton Manning theory. Who, who was on the Kyle Peters bandwagon? Who? No one but me. That crazy dude they called into your show sure was. What about Kyle Peters? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. No. Wait, the guy that called in and said that Kyle made more money than you than most people make in a lifetime, or something. Oh, I don't remember that. That sounds good though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, All right, let's end this. Okay. I, but I'll give you credit, Osborne and Silty. Uh, I, I will certainly give you credit. Thank there. you, thank you. And you will see again the three three eight. Sorry, the sixteen. Damn it. J Law. The sixteen will be uh, standing atop. Southwick. <laughs> Uh, BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. JT Fox Racing presenting <coughs> this podcast to you. Fox Racing. And uh, we thank uh, Jason Thomas and Jason Wygant. 250 Supercross West. We all think Dean Wilson will win, but I am I have a small slice of Zach Osborne surprise coming to all of you. Thanks, guys. See ya. See you guys. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbet because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends. 
and we've never talked since. Ryan Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. The days and the